here is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent, and your host for the Dharmic Evolution. It's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. Have you checked out the new website? Get over there to dharmicevolution.com and check it out. Starting to really shape up into being something brand new. And I hope you like it. And send me some comments, would you please? Tell me what you're thinking of it. And by the way, also, I'd love it if you would comment on what is your favorite type of show? Is it singer-songwriter? Is it author, speaker, thought leader? Is it uh, social media expert? Is it life coaches? Uh, There's so many different spins that we give this show. In between being a primarily music platform, this is still the premier place to go for the up-and-coming indie singer-songwriters. However, we do mix in other content, so I'd like to know what you're thinking. Let me know. And while you're on the Dharmic Evolution website, now that we're on like 24 different platforms, if you like Pandora or Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Geo Savan out in India or Ghana in India... Those are our two new big, big, big platforms, uh, something like over 100 million users per month. So we're starting to make some inroads uh, to other places in the world, which is very exciting. But today we're going to Calgary, Canada, and we're going to meet with this musician, activist, podcast host, and inspirational influencer. Her latest single, About a Boy, released just this last month, June 2021. And she blends a pop drum beat with a traditional country backing band to create a sound that is all her own. It tells the story of a confident girl who still longs for the connection from a relationship and finds herself distracted with the memories of her past. Her style blends two different musical flavors into something that any music fan would enjoy. She not only does music, but she's also an advocate for women's empowerment and wants women to feel that they can go after any goal they hope to achieve. To promote this message, she founded Live With Love, an online platform with the mission of helping women live their best life through movement and mindset. She's also partnered with Thoughtful.co by Indigo. She also has a podcast, Crushing Chaos, and she can also be seen regularly hosting her video podcast, The Artists Behind the Music. So, ladies and gentlemen, strap up your seatbelts because we're taking a ride today from the Music City all the way up to Calgary, Canada, to visit with Crystal McGrath. Crystal, welcome to the Dharmic Evolution. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's great to have another Canadian. I've had so many Canadians on this show, and I have to ask you, what is the connection between Canada and Australia? Because I see this over and over again. What's going on with you guys that I don't know about? Because I really like it. (laughs) It's so cool. I I don't know. (laughs) Um, I used to live in Australia, actually. So um that's my connection my personal connection to australia is i spent a 
a good chunk of time over there. And I think Canadians and Australians are very similar is what the world seems to say. It's just, we have mountains and they have beaches. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's so funny because I have, um, I've seen this over and over and I've actually had a duo on called Azalea and I believe she is Canadian, he's Australian. Or do I have it flipped around? But um, they ended up getting married, and it's like I said, this is my match made in heaven, right? Because you guys seem to get along so well. So tell yeah. us about touring um, and visiting Australia. Like, how was uh, that experience for you? Yeah, well, I lived there for just oh about a year, and it was awesome. I brought my guitar, and it was kind of just when I was first starting out in music too. So it was a big adventure for. You know, I just finished school and I was ready to take on the world with my guitar. And we traveled up and down the east coast of Australia, playing really anywhere we could. And I spent a lot of time writing and just developing my skill set by a beach, really, <laughs> the first uh, first year I was there. And it's just they're so supportive of music over there, and especially the Canadian country music right now. They are very supportive of what, what we're doing so i'm very grateful for them and i cannot wait to go back and tour in a completely different um, space in my life now that i've had so many years of experience touring and playing and uh to come back as a more seasoned pro if you will is i'm looking forward to that yeah that's awesome and i get the vibe that i've seen this like the growth in the markets for country music, both in Canada and Australia, it seems mm -hmm. to be like, you know, such a place. It's it's very much at home, that music in those countries and continent, you know, of course, Australia being so massive. Um, did you spend most of your time like in Sydney or did, were you just all over the place? When you um, I actually lived in Surfer's Paradise, so right outside of Brisbane. And it's just they call it like the Miami of Australia. It was like right. quite a fun little little spot. And yeah, I spent most of my time there um, traveling up and down from there as my home base. Yeah. So when when we opened up, we were talking about coming out of the pandemic and um, how did you um, survive and where did you spend most of your time? Were you in Calgary during the whole thing and just locked down there or were you somewhere else? Yeah, no, I have been right here in Calgary for since March of last year. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been super interesting because I've been able to still have momentum with my music and still make things happen from, you know, my office at home, which has been amazing, but also celebrating things in a completely different way than maybe I would have if we were traveling and in places and playing live shows. Um, to have my song um, on international radio is pretty pretty awesome to do during a pandemic when we can't you know leave our city i found that to be very rewarding and it was nice to have something positive to focus on during this crazy time just constantly pivoting and being creative with how can we still do music in a way that we're affecting people but not leaving this space so i was able to find a few ways to do that um, through releasing the single game on and and now the song about a boy. And then as well, I have a podcast called The Artist Behind the Music. So I was able to connect with artists all over the world and provide a platform for other people to share their stories and a place for them to perform. And we recorded, I think, 75 episodes we're at now, which is pretty 
pretty awesome to have been able to still connect with other musicians is something I was really lacking. So to find a new way to do that was pretty cool. That's fantastic. Um, so you had released about a boy like right before the pandemic or did you do it during, during the pandemic? About a boy I just released, um, in June this year. So just, just recently. And then the one prior to that was game on and we released that in September. Um, I was supposed to release it and I had the whole tour plan and this, all these plans attached to it in March or late March of um, 2019 or last year, 2020. 2020. <laughs> I'm losing track of time. I know, me, me yeah. and you both. It's very confusing. <laughs> it's like a like whole year of your life year. disappeared and like what happened to that time period? Like there was like, you know, 18 months or something, 16 months of my life just disappeared. Where did that go? <laughs> right? That's totally how I feel. Yeah. So we were supposed to release it in March of last year and um, obviously we couldn't tour and we couldn't take the song on the road like we had planned. And my life has been all about just going with the flow. People often call me a gypsy. I don't plan a lot, but I had really put in a lot of effort into planning this release. And so it was quite ironic that the one time I put in all this planning work, the plans unfolded completely differently. So all my years of going with the flow and not planning really came in handy and I was able to construct a new plan and um, we just held off on releasing it till September and and it was a perfect timing. Yeah, I'll say. And I know so many people like um, I, much like yourself, talk to artists all around the world um, yeah. through this show and I noticed there was so much depression setting in for so many people because um, artists, musical artists especially have had you know, so many challenges in the last like 10 years, especially with, um, you know, a lot of the revenue disappearing from streaming and a lot, you, everybody's had to pivot and find different ways. So the last bastion of capitalism was performing live. And that was our opportunity, right? And that all of a sudden vanished like overnight. So, um, you know, kudos to you for having the podcast and, and, you know, providing a platform for others to like showcase their abilities and talents. But um, having said all that, how did it first hit you when this happened? Were you um, just really beside yourself? Were you like, what, what did you decide to do? Uh, I know you had the podcast, but as far as, you know, you had plans to tour and everything like that, emotionally like where were you were you at a 10 or were you at a five or like were you jumping out yeah, the window great or question <laughs> i think um you know one day you're at a eight and one day you're at a two and and i feel like it's kind of teeter-tottering through those emotions all year and i think in life that's a general kind of emotional roller coaster that we're constantly on especially in the music industry but just having things shift so much in so many different ways really made those ups and downs a lot more drastic um, where it's like one day, what am I doing? Why am I even, you know, showing up to do anything? It doesn't matter to the next day being like, no, I'm going to make a change. I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to pivot. And I really tried to sit in that mindset as much as I could. And on those down days, you know, rest, recover, take self-care, all of those good things. And you know, and then you're recharged to focus and, and really try to shift it into the online world. And I really had to, you know, put the put the hat on that said, am I going to just 
you know, sit in the corner and let life wash me over? Or am I going to put my highest heels on and stand up tall and go take on the world? And I really just uh, had to make sure I put myself in that mind frame on the daily because that's really what helped me get through this crazy, crazy time emotionally and financially and just in general, right? Just general well-being. I think mindset is a huge, huge part of it. And it's okay not to be okay and just acknowledging that those days will happen and just taking care of yourself through those moments allow you to, you know, really succeed and shine on the days where you're where you're feeling good. Yeah, I want to circle back to talk yeah. about um, your work as an activist, your podcast and mindset and a lot of things about, you know, the things that you do for others as far as influence. But now's a good time to let everybody in on About a Boy. My girls downtown Get a little crazy Losing myself in the crowd Laughing all night long Till the DJ plays that song I can stay home some nights And pull the blankets up Pour a little wine and watch a movie Just because But then it gets me in the final scene I'm wishing that girl was me Who always starts in missing me Why does it always have to be About a boy, about a crush About somebody that you can't give up About a kiss you can't forget Running circles all around your head About the one who got away About the one you want someday Showing up in Takes me down that street Where someone swept me off my feet Oh no, here comes those memories Why does it always have to be About a boy, about a crush About somebody that you can't give up Always have to be
was absolutely awesome. I love the production, the song, the story. Uh, really, really awesome. So how did you dream this one up? Personal experience? Did you dream this? It sounds like you lived it a little bit. <laughs> this is actually the very first song that I recorded that I did not write. So when really? I first heard this song, I was like, this is awesome. It's relatable on so many different ways. And it was just really cool to step into a different story that I wasn't a part of the writing process because every other song I've ever recorded in every project I've been in, I've always had a, had a piece of that writing part. And so to do something outside the box was really a very cool experience for me to see a song in a different light and to take a meaning of it on that was my own. And for me, I really felt like the song is something that we can all relate to on so many different levels. If you've ever been in a relationship, I think you can relate to about a boy in some way because it's really just about the human experience of it's cool to be confident and independent and on your own. However, we're still human and we still long for those connections and those emotions. And, you know, those memories always pop up, whether you're in a relationship or you're thinking about an old relationship, we have things that remind us of things. And, and that song really spoke to me on that level. And then there was just this underlying message of, why does it always have to be about a boy, which I really loved because I really believe that we are all equal and we should all stand strong in our own, in our own light and go out on the playing field and, and be you, whether you're a girl or a boy, you know, it, for me, this had just that nice hint of an underlying message about that. Why does it always have to be about a boy? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I know. Well, you girls are starting to level the playing field, which I'm personally happy about. So uh, totally. you guys are getting there. So let me ask you, when you decided to do this song written by another artist, another songwriter, um, did you feel as as a, a, a creator, like a creative who probably writes most all of your own songs, um, did you feel like a sense of freedom like doing this because... Like you didn't have any of the normal, you know, sometimes as writers, we kind of fall into that box where, well, I did this and I did this last time. And and I do this often. You go to these habits which you want to break and you always want to break out. So did you feel like, wow, the chains are off a little bit and I can, I'm free to just do whatever I want with this? I really did. And it's funny as a writer, you know, your songs are kind of like your little babies and, and you have a lot of fear attached to putting them out into the world. And for me, my whole life, I've really struggled with, am I good enough? No, you're not good enough. You know, that voice in yeah. your head that most creatives have and yeah. really work. I've done a lot of work on trying to quiet that voice and, you know, put Gertrude in a box so <laughs> I don't have to hear, <laughs> hear the nonsense. And, and it's interesting when you put your own work out into the world, you just have that extra sense of vulnerability to it. Are people going to like it? I'm exposing my words. And recording a song that was not created by me, it's performed by me, so it is still a piece of my art, but it just, I ha it did have a sense of, of freedom. I wasn't worried about, I was proud of it before it even went out, and as opposed to being like, are people going to like it? If people, if people like it, then I'll be proud instead of, just being proud. And I think at the end of the day, it's taught me a really big lesson to not worrying about the attachment to the song. It's just about the song and, and allowing yourself to have that same freedom 
moving forward. So I'm really excited to, to see how I can implement that feeling towards future music. Was the author present, the songwriter, was uh, he or she around during recording of this? No, no. So they're all okay. in Nashville. So Emily, Karen Kosowski, and Robin Delantu, um, they wrote the song together. And uh, I heard it in a pitch and loved it. And they sent over some great supportive words and are super excited to, to set it free into the world. They must have loved uh, hearing the finished version. <laughs> it's really it's really a very exciting song. Um, how about production? Can you take us into the studio a little bit? Tell us about... Um, who produced and your experience of putting the track together? For sure. So Spencer Shane produced the song. He also produced my last track, Game On. And I've just loved working with him because he really understands the sound I want to put out there without me even having to explain it, which is really cool when you can work with someone and they can almost telepathically mind read what you want. Uh, so the process is always very fun working with him and just seamless it just kind of flows which is which is awesome recording the song was a very strange experience because of being in covid times there were no high fives there were no hugs there were no you know celebratory yeah. meals after it was uh you know everybody's masked in the studio and stays in their separate corners and you know make it happen and leave and no extra people it was it was just a very interesting experience to do something so collaborative in such an isolated way. But yeah. I'm super grateful I was able to even make that happen um, during so many strict restrictions and lockdowns. We were, we were fortunate enough to still do it. Yeah, that that is odd because it's usually uh, such a celebration. It's like it's almost a little bit of a party, you know. Um, and I say that very loosely. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not a partier by any means. But I, it's kind of a. It's celebrating music, not, yeah. you know, no drinking or any of that kind of stuff. But it's just, wow, look at what is developing here. You know, it's like a bunch of mad cooks that get together around this cauldron of, uh, you know, just beautiful sounds and, and see what comes out. You know. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's great. So he is a Canadian, is he not your producer? He is a Canadian. Yeah. Okay. Do you know award-winning Canadian producer? He's awesome. Check oh. his work out. <laughs> yeah, I, I sent him a little no note. Um, congratulations on this track uh, earlier today. So I'll follow up when we uh, when we get this out. We can send him the link because I'm sure he'd enjoy uh, hearing this. Um, Excellent. I want to talk to you a little bit about your um, your idea that you came up with to uh, put other people on your podcast and you know creating a music podcast and how did that first develop for you what gave you the um uh the inspiration or you know what was the genesis of what am, what am i going to do with myself and this is what i came up with how did that all transpire and come to fruition so i started with my podcast crushing chaos and that is more about women entrepreneurs and i interviewed women from all over the world at for them to tell their story about the struggles and the fears that they've gone through and how they overcame that. And I just loved having these conversations, but something that I felt was missing was that same connection with the music industry because that's my world. And, and I really wanted to bring that aspect into the music industry. So with my team, we were kind of brainstorming different ideas and it actually started off as an Instagram live show. So it was just 
only on Instagram and we'd hop on like the two split screens and do the interview and pop it up on Instagram TV. And it started with just Canadian country music. And then after releasing my song in Australia, I thought, oh my gosh, I need to expand this to Australia as well. So I did an Australian series and that's when we really um, switched it off Instagram TV and, and did it more in this type of a setting. So it was just a lot cleaner and easier easier to, to save and share and all those good things. Um, from there, I expanded even more and we had a UK series, a Nashville series, a USA series. You're taking the world over. <laughs> we're, we're dropping out a little bit here and there, but it's, I, um, it was a really a great way for me to, oh, perfect. Uh, it was a really great way for me to connect with artists and to share the story. same similar kind of thing no matter where we were in the world and I think when we talk about the hardships it makes it less scary and it makes it less hard when we know that we're not alone and to share with listeners so that they could you know connect on that same level of of feeling like they weren't so alone in this crazy time yeah it's a wonderful thing when you put someone on your show and you're able to lift them up um, and you're also an inspirational influencer. So tell us about that. Is that something that just folds into all of your brands? Or can you speak to that, that title directly? Let us know what that's about. Yeah, I really believe it speaks to everything that I do. My personal mission statement is to inspire individuals to live their best life. And I really try to do that through my music, through my coaching, through my fitness company, um, through my podcasting, through conversation and connection and, and through social media. And I've been fortunate to team up with all sorts of different brands to, you know, get out that good message of inspiration and just everything I post. I try to stay positive and, and put out real life stuff and, and mixed in with music stuff. And, you know, it's just really important to me to put out inspiration into the world. So an inspirational get- influencer. <laughs> We're going to come back to that because uh, you snuck a couple in there. I, I kind of figured you were coaching. I didn't know that conclusively, but fitness company. So first, we're going to play uh, Game On, girls, and then we're going to come back and talk about that. So here's Crystal with Game On. I see you standing there across the room. It ain't for me, it's all for you You've been waiting for a chance And these boots were made to dance So boy, step up and try your luck Cause it's my favorite song Game on DJ, drop the beat It's on Boy, come dance with me
song and a great video. Also, I bet you guys had some fun doing that video, huh? Yes, so much fun. Um, it's crazy. It actually took longer to set up that stage than it did to actually film the video. <laughs> but it was pretty cool. We set up an LED stage in the middle of the street overlooking downtown Calgary and and got to do a little dance on there. We, it's always been my dream to dance in a music video when <laughs> I'm not so much a dancer. So. Now you did. It was great. It was great performance. Um, talk to me a little bit about um, your fitness company first. What is that? Like, what do you guys, what products do you have? Or what, what is the fitness company all about? Yeah. So my fitness company is called Live With Love Movement. It's a movement and mindset platform, all virtual. We have daily fitness classes um, in bar, hit, spin, meditation, sound bowl healing, um, all the good things. And then we also have an on-demand library with hundreds of videos that you can check in and watch on there as well. I am a nutritional health coach. So I do a lot of talking about, you know, healthy eating, healthy mindset, and just how do we live our best life through taking care of our minds and bodies. I also have a program within Live With Love called Artist Wellness, which is specifically designed for artists. And they get to access the classes, the on-demand library, workbooks on nutrition, you know, Life on the road as a musician is hard to stay healthy and it's hard to keep your head in the game and, you know, stay positive and focused sometimes. So this is just a platform that I created an online community space for people to connect and share their stories and be provided with tools to to move through everything. So it's brand new. I just started it this year and I'm excited to to let it grow and, and keep moving with it. Congratulations. That's really killer. I mean, doing the coaching thing is, is amazing. Um, so... Uh, let's talk about being on the road and how difficult it is to stay healthy, not only with an exercise program, because, you know, I've, I've been a yogi for 15 years doing hot yoga, and, and then I had okay. to turn into a runner during the pandemic because yeah. forget about hot yoga, right? So now I'm a runner. But um, being out and do going to different states, different countries, different places you're not familiar with, Give us some ideas. How do we find food, <laughs> like find good food and find healthy food? Any kind of uh, special hacks that you have, any tricks up your sleeve to help people out with that? Yeah, try to have fruits and vegetables on hand always. If it's a fruit bar or fruit snack or, you know, carry around a little cooler with you. Stop in at the grocery store and get some apples and bananas and carrots, you know, the healthy snacks that you can have instead of when you're hungry, and it hits you like that and you see like Burger King or McDonald's or something. Yeah, you're like, oh, I'll, just go, death. <laughs> I'll go get something, right? And then yeah. quite often, I've never met anybody that says they feel like a million bucks after they're eating that kind of food. And yeah. so when you're on tour, you want to make sure your body is your vessel. Your body is, you know, the thing that gives the message out to the world that you want to share. So you need to make sure you're taking complete care of yourself so that you can shine bright, whether you're on stage or having conversations, you just want your, you want to be on point and you want your energy to be high. So really fueling your body with healthy foods. Um, another thing you can do is get one of those um, shakes, blender things that you can plug into your computer even, like they have them USB. You can throw some protein powder in with water even, mix it up and you have a, a healthy go-to in-between snack. And I think just Having little things on hand really help with the, you know, I'll just grab a bag of chips or I'll just grab some candy or I'll have a Slurpee or, you know, I'll fuel myself with a 
sugar packed rock stars. <laughs> so yeah. I think just having having things on hand, I would say, is a huge, a huge help. Isn't it funny how we will we will just go to anything when we're hungry? It's like yes. we're, like our mind goes out the window. It's like oh, I don't care. It's, it's like <laughs> that's me for sure. And if I'm not prepared, then it's like oh, I'll just you know get the first thing I see, and then I don't feel energized and healthy after, and and that's not that's not how I want to feel. So be yeah. prepared. It helps. Yeah. I usually tell people that. Uh, they should go in when they're not hungry to a place like the fast food burger places and just take a look at the waistlines on most of the people there. And that's that's reason enough to avoid, you know, going to those places because it's just not good for you, you know? Yeah, and it's just so important to be healthy uh, and fuel your body with healthy things. And, you know, if you go in there, have a salad. Yeah. Or have... You don't need to have a pop with your meal or you know, just finding balance, I think, is important. I'm not saying, you know, never eat fast food or, you know, never have a cheat day or a treat day, but really just focus on the balance. You don't want that to be your your routine, stopping yeah. in at those joints. Water, the best stuff on water. Earth. Yeah. This is my water. <laughs> <laughs> it's bigger than my head. <laughs> That's an industrial water, girl. You're rocking on that thing. So uh, tell me, tell me about um, like your coaching. Do you want to do any one-on-one -on -one coaching or is it uh, pretty much all the videos and, and things like that? Yeah. So I also do a lot of one-on-one -on -one coaching um, given when I have time in the schedule, but I love coaching on all aspects. I love talking about health. I love talking about fitness. I love talking about mindset and you know, life coaching, life changes. What do you want to do in your life and how are you gonna get there? I love helping people kind of navigate the waters to discovering their own answers. So I never give the answers to anybody. I'm just you know a guide to help you find the answers that you're seeking. And so I love doing that um, through Live With Love. And then I'm also a music coach. So I do a lot of music coaching as well. Can you, um, can you define that as far as is it more of a general sense of how to find the music in you? Or is it specifically theory? Is it circle of fifths? Is it like what, what exactly, what areas do you go into when yeah. you're doing music? Coaching? I um, think theory is really important. However, I am more of a feeling over the technique type of a person. Right. Um, I love discovering confidence in people. And as soon as you tap into your confidence, you can do anything. And it, quiets that, you know, that voice I was talking about earlier about not being good enough. We all have it. And I just, I really love encouraging people to quiet that voice and to really seek out their best self. And we can do that through music. We can do that through movement. Uh, we can do that through mindset, all sorts of things. But I love combining even music coaching with movement coaching and meditation coaching. I love combining all of them for clients just to have a really well-rounded experience on how can I show up as my best so I can perform my best? Yeah. Mm -hmm. How did you find your voice, Crystal? And I mean that both, you know, your singing voice, but also metaphorically, we all struggle as artists to find out who, who is the true, you know, me or you, like when you, when you're, especially when you're younger and you're like, you're into any, everybody, you know, I was very eclectic and I liked so many different slices of music. Um, how did you discover your voice, was it a certain artist? Was it a certain time period? Was it a certain song? Um, take us back to when that happened for you and, and how did it feel? 
so many different things. Um, specifically, I don't think there's one specific moment that really shaped my sound per se. I think I'm influenced by so many different artists and aspects. I mean, right now though, you know, I love Kelly Clarkson and I love Christina Aguilera and Carrie Underwood and Maren Morris and Kelsey Ballerini, all those kind of country pop, I think have had a huge impact on allowing my authentic voice to shine and just having the confidence being like, cool, you can mix country and pop and, and that's okay. Um, but going back, I do remember um, a friend of mine and, and I, we'd put on Celine Dion and we'd, you know, light candles and we'd have these like big video cameras when we didn't have cell phones <laughs> and we would make music videos. And I just remember like recording every song on, you know, Celine Dion had sung at the time and um, performing and making a music video and just singing along with her. But I just remember being like, this is what, I'm supposed to do with my own music and I think that was a really pivotal moment just that time period of really discovering and stepping into use my voice and growing up I put a fake voice on every time I sang when people could hear me so that you know it was I, it felt better not to be liked for something that I wasn't than to be not liked or liked even for something that I was and I struggled with that growing up until I was probably about 16. And I worked with a vocal coach and she really helped me break the shell and, and step into owning who I am as a singer and just allowing myself, giving myself permission to be who I am and knowing that that was enough. And it wasn't like that. It wasn't a light switch. It's uh, definitely taken a lot of years. And I'd say it really hasn't been until the past few years which is crazy. I mean, I've been doing, I released my first album in 2005. So it's been a long journey of really being okay with this is who I am. And it doesn't matter what other people are doing. It doesn't matter what other people are saying or thinking or feeling, let them be them and let me be me. And really giving myself permission to step into my powers is really been a big thing for me the past few years. And, and you can hear it in my music and you can see it in my performance and you can, I can feel it on a day to day, you know, just it's easy to get caught up scrolling. Oh, I don't have that. Or why do they have that? And I don't have that, you know, those kind of things. And yeah, just being okay with cool. This is, this is where I am today. And let's celebrate that. And let's celebrate what other people are doing too, instead of comparing and, you know, trying to chase after somebody else's dream, because that's not, uh, it's not what we're here for. We're here for our own journey. And, I think really checking in and having conversations like this really help remind me to stay grounded in my own path. Yeah, it's um, you kind of underscored that point about, you know, you're comfortable in your own skin and that exudes confidence and other people, you know, catch that. And if you're yeah. confident and you're performing, then you're home, you know, you're owning that stage or that moment, yeah. you know, that piece of space, yeah. you know, it's really, really important. Um, want to just uh wrap up with anything that you would like to um before i before i got to that though i wanted to ask one other question yeah. what do you feel is the most um challenging thing today for artists musicians the pandemic aside we know about that but just um what is the in your experience doing coaching and going to all these countries and working uh these different crowds and you know meeting all these people 
What do you think is the biggest challenge today for artists and musicians? I think there's a few things, but I think it always starts internally. So external situations aside, I think it's that feeling of not being enough. And I've talked to so many, every, I would say every artist I've spoken with has alluded to some form of feeling of self lack and not feeling good enough or not being confident enough or comparison or, you know, kind of some of those things I was touching on, but I think it's really, really important um, to work through that struggle and to own it and to name it. So when artists, you know, when we catch ourselves going down that comparison loophole, you need to like suck yourself out of it. You have to find a tool, a trick, a way to bring yourself out of that comparison game and that somebody else's journey game and remembering that this is your journey. And I think that's the biggest struggle is just people remembering that we're all on our own journey and your journey is perfect, just how it is. And I think really just reminding people, stay on your path because your path is going to take you where you need to go. If you hop on someone else's path, you know, you might not have the tools that you need to hike that mountain that they have spent years developing or, you know, we all have a different story. And I think, I think that would be one of the biggest struggles internally for musicians is just to remind yourself that what you're doing is perfect and just stay persistent and don't quit. That's very, very sound advice. And it reminds me of a story years ago that the Beatles all shared. This is like way, way after they had broken up that each one of the Beatles thought that the other three were conspiring against, you know, one to throw them out of the band because they weren't good enough. <laughs> See? And they all and they all shared this. Like it was so funny. Like, you know, talk about insecurity. But everybody has a bit of that in the music world, I guess. Um, I think so. As we're wrapping up, uh, Crystal, really enjoyed this. But I want to. I just want to end with, if you have any kind of um, warm wishes, prayers, um, just a thought, anything you would like to share with um, your fans out there, the fans of the Dharmic Evolution, and especially the younger people who are up and coming artists, any words of wisdom or something that you can share with them um, just as a, here's a slice of love for you. Yeah, love yourself, love yourself hard because at the end of the day, you're all you've got. So it's so important to take care of yourself, love yourself because that's all you've got is love at the end of the day. And I just can't say that enough is take care of who you are and all those good things. And there is a poem. I would love to read this for you. Please do. Yes. This is what I, um, I live off of this poem. This is like my mantra that just gets me through every single moment in life. And I actually found this in my grandparents' house on a plaque and they had it in their kitchen for, Every time I went there as a kid and I always read it, I was like, yeah, that's what, yeah, that's good advice. And I found out years later that it turned out my grandpa actually gave it to my dad, but my dad had just left it there. So anyhow, they have both passed and now I have the plaque hanging in my, in my office. So I'll read it to you. It's called Don't Quit. When things go wrong, as they sometimes will, when the road you're trudging seems all uphill, when the funds are low and the debts are high and you want to smile, but you have to sigh. When care is pressing you down a bit, rest if you must, but don't you quit. Life is queer with its twists and turns as every one of us sometimes learns. And many a failure turns about when he might've won had he stuck it out. 
Don't give up through the pace seems slow. You may succeed with another blow. Often the goal is nearer than. It seems to a fate and faltering man. Often the struggler has given up when he might have captured the victor's cup. And he learned too late when the night slipped down how close he was to the golden crown. Success is failure turned inside out, that silver tint of the clouds of doubt. And you never can tell how close you are. It may be near when it seems so far. So stick to the fight when your heart is hit. It's when things seem worse that you must not quit. And that is my message I would like to share with the world. <laughs> Fabulous. Fabulous. Really enjoyed that. Crystal, um, where is the best place that you would like people to connect with you? We'll have all of your links, of course, in the show notes, but is there any um, particular favorite that you like to connect people with people? Yeah, I think Instagram is my favorite platform to, to connect with people on. I mean, I'm on TikTok and Facebook and all those things, but Instagram, I find, is the best way to paint the whole picture and share stories and connect. So I'd love to see you on there. Awesome. Awesome. Congratulations on everything, Crystal. It was really a pleasure to have you on the Dharmic Evolution today. And I can't thank you enough for taking the time out to share your stories, your music. And I just want to wish all of God's blessings on you and your family and your music moving forward. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. It's been great to chat with you and very inspiring. So I appreciate your time. That's a wrap for me today. Check out Crystal on the dharmicevolution.com. Her blog will be there, her songs, her photographs, and her story. So until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage. Ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery. If wishes were windows, I'd open one and find That freedom is really a simple state of mind So ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery Ride on, ride on, baby, baby, you and I can find the key Ride on, ride on, we can unlock each other's destiny I taste the breeze of freedom, it's tingling on my tongue You and I out on the road will stay Beyond the reach of 
to the table. 